Warning, this podcast contains serious and explicit content from the real-life stories that often involve horrific crimes committed against women, children, and men alike, to the language and comedic angle that the hosts bring to the table. This is a comedy podcast specifically focused on true crime events, and it is not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. This discussion, eight women with ties to one another are all found murdered within a stretch of a few years. The Jennings Eight and how all of these cases from the same small town area have remained unsolved is absolutely banana pants. Welcome to We Didn't Do It. Alright, well, we're gonna do the Jennings eight. I'm joined by by Rick and then two, two of the OGs. Beegs and Andrews. <laughs> this is gonna be the best fucking episode ever or a goddamn train wreck, so we'll see. Let on that note, let's hop in, baby. Yeah. So the Jennings eight. Thank you to Nat, Sierra, Erica, and um I'm not sure if Mel contributed, but Shout out to Mel, too. So, brief, <laughs> brief summary of the case. The Jennings 8, also known as the Jeff Davis 8, is a series of unsolved murders in the Jefferson Davis Parish of Louisiana, and it's between 2005 and 2009. The bodies of eight young women were found in swamps slash canals surrounding Jennings, Louisiana. According to investigative reporters, these series of cases have been riddled with police misconduct, in the town, were these women murdered to cover up allegations against the local cops? What the hell happened in Jennings, Louisiana in the late 2000s? Despite all these deaths, the case did not go national until 2009. About the area, the demographic, Jennings, Louisiana, roughly 11,000 population at the time. So, yeah, that's a small town. That's a small rural town. The quote yeah, is so I, oh, yeah. for the news to hit anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows everybody or is related. Jefferson Davis Parish, the entire county has about 30,000 residents. Still pretty fucking small. According to long-serving parish DA Michael Cassidy, inpatient drug treatment was not available in the local area, which will come into play because a lot of these women were they were prostitutes and a little mm. had a little bit of a drug prob. You know? And they go hand in hand. Yeah. So, timeline of events. 2005 is the year. May 17th, Loretta Chason Lewis was last seen at the Phillips 66 gas station getting into a vehicle with Frankie Richard. Now, remember Frankie Richard. He'll come He'll come back into play. I, I kind of am vaguely familiar with this case. Don't really know all these extreme details, but I know Frankie Richard, so... Yeah, but man, Frankie Richard, a guy with first uh, two first names, like you can never trust a guy. He's the, he's a first pimp. names, you know. Yes, I'm guessing he's a pimp. Yeah, he's a yeah. So later that day, she was supposedly with other Jennings eight victims, Muggy and Nicole, at the Bordeaux Inn or Bordeaux Inn. I don't know. 
May 20th, 2005, a fisherman named Jerry Jackson found Loretta Lewis, the first victim, floating in a river. Blood alcohol was 0.16. Cocaine, Zoloft, and Celexa were in her system. Dude, she likes to fucking party. I don't even know what Celexa is. That's, I think that's antidepressant. I believe. Mm. I believe it's an antidepressant, so she's taking like two. Unless I'm wrong. Let's, let's, let me Google. I mean, the 0.16 is like it's an antidepressant, so it's an okay. So she was on Zoloft and Celexa. That's really not good news. Two antidepressants, <laughs> dude. All right. Well, June 16, 2005, Ernestine, second victim, last seen. June 18, 2005, Ernestine Marie Daniels Pattern, again, the second victim, was discovered by froggers. That's people who hunt for frogs at night. In a canal off a highway <laughs> south of Jennings, Louisiana. Six miles from where Loretta was found. Ernestine's throat was slit. 2007, so almost two whole years later. Kristen, the third victim, was last seen. Kristen, Gary. That's a fucking dumbass middle name for a woman, dude. Gary. There's a lot to unwrap there. Yeah. Kristen Gary Lopez was discovered in a canal, mostly nude. She had to be identified through dental records. So that was May, or I'm sorry, that was March 18th, 2007. May 10th, 2007, so almost two months later, Whitney Dubois, the fourth victim, was last seen. May 12th. Hey, real Whit- quick. Can, yeah. Can we, can we talk about how Whitney is spelled? Yeah. W. H-I-T-N-E-I. This guy wasn't even planning on killing her and then found out how her name was spelled <laughs> in his list. Oh, God. Yeah, what What about the Muggy? What kind of name is that? I don't know. know. Is that like her, we'll get to is it, Is that man. like her actual name or is that like her stripper nah, name? No, dude, it's a stripper name probably. We're, we're going to get to it, all right? So, <laughs> so Whitney Dubois, fourth victim, she was found dead nude in the middle of a road two days after she was last seen. Jamie Trahan found the body and reported it to 911. I don't know if we have to remember that name. Yeah. So over a year later, just barely though, same month, couple weeks later, May 27th, Muggy, the fifth victim, was last seen. 2 a.m. that morning, her body is found in the middle of the East Racka Road, doused in bleach. Her throat is slit. Couple months later, August 29th, 2008, Crystal, the sixth victim, was last seen. Couple weeks later, but in the next month, Crystal, the sixth victim, found dead in an irrigation canal by hunters. So, took her a couple weeks to be found, maybe. Or to die, I don't fucking know. <laughs> November, so a couple months later, same year. November 2nd, Brittany, the seventh victim, was last seen on CCTV at the Family Dollar. That sucks, man. That's the last place you go? (laughs) 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 I'm sorry, man. I'd be pretty pissed if I left the Family Dollar and got murdered, dude. Yeah, I wonder what she got. Yeah. They got some pretty cool toys for a dollar there, dude. They Family dollar, yeah, that, that place is more than a dollar for sure. <laughs> they got other shit. <laughs> 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 but anyway, so yeah, she was seen at the Family Dollar. 
November 15th, two weeks later, Brittany was found dead on a roadside about three miles from where the first victim, Loretta, was found. Hold on, when she was found roadside, is, does that mean like she was like dumped there like a yeah, few weeks probably. later or was it like right away and they just took them a few weeks to find her? Uh, you know what I mean? No, nah, she probably died like pretty close to when they found her. So she was probably alive for like two weeks. Okay. And, and then she died. I think they hmm. would. I think she would have been pretty fucking like she would have started to deteriorate at that point, right? Like two weeks. What what happens two weeks if if you just like, let's say let's say I ran in my backyard and got shot by Bryce Laspisa, right? Um, if nobody found my body for two weeks, what would I look like? Ugly. Yeah, probably. Dude, I, I, probably. Shit, probably cold other well, I guess. I already been like picking at you and shit. But like, I, I would. I would assume there would be some sort of deterioration. Yeah, you would de you would definitely be like bloated and shit. Yeah, it would be yeah. horrible. It'd be fucking horrible. No, no, but yeah, usually can. Tell, it doesn't like, indicate uh, though. Maybe she was. Yeah. I don't know. We don't. So, know. Yeah, yeah. I'm this, assuming this, that it's close to that date when when she died. So okay. that was November fifteenth, December. Jefferson Davis Parish Sheriff Ricky Edwards created a task force with local, state, and federal law enforcement officials to investigate these seven murders. At this point, all the cases became the business of the sheriff's office, given a quarter million budget. Doesn't seem like a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, dude, if you, you spend like, you know, a quarter million, if you, you know, probably spend a few grand on that and like hookers and blow, mm -hmm. you know, I could probably, you know, so that's how they budget that. <laughs> So this is obviously called the Jennings 8. Prior to the 8th victim, a prostitute warned the task force that Nicole, and her name is spelled N-E-Cole, like N-E-C-O-L-E, Nicole, <laughs> Some, somebody said Nicole would be uh, the next victim. And she was, so. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> She was found dead off of I-10 nearby Acadia Parish. She was found dead by road workers. Quote, her mother came to report her missing that same day and during the interview, the body was found. So, I don't know what that means. She was, like, being interviewed when they found her body? That's yeah, yeah, That sucks. Yeah, that's, that's, that's like... Yeah. So, the last person to see Nicole alive was the father of Ernestine Patterson. She's the second victim. Hmm. Okay. So, going into the victim's key info. Ooh. Every victim had snitched for law enforcement about the Jennings drug trade. Interesting. Hmm. Really interesting. massive coincidence. Yeah, but also, hold on. This does not say how many people snitched. If only eight people snitched, and those were the eight that was murdered, like, <coughs> sure, that... That's kind of like, you know, case closed, right? Yeah. But if, what if like, you know, 50 people snitched and those eight were among, you know, what I mean, like, I think it's still some bigger, pretty strong coinky dink, Rick. I don't know, man. I mean, may maybe all the prostitutes are you saying, just are you snitched saying that, because are you saying that them snitching has nothing to do with their deaths? Well, I don't know. I just think we need bigger contacts because that alone, like, we need, like, you know, a little Shut bit more up, info dude. on that. You know what I mean, man? <laughs> <laughs> Rick, I'm, I'm a, I mean, listen, low-key, low-key, like, yeah, there's no shot that's not the reason, dude. No, Rick, man, 
I know you're playing devil's advocate, but shut the fuck up, dude. This but, is but definitely... How many people snitch, dog? I don't know. Okay, that's a that's a valid question, Rick. Thank you. Thank you, dog. That's the only one, though. That's the only question that you brought up. I don't know how many people snitched, all right? But let's get into every victim. So, Loretta Lewis, 28. She was five foot four, 104 pounds. She was found dead floating in the river by a fisherman. She was a known prostitute who suffered from crack addiction. Closed casket funeral. Family was never allowed to see the body. Ugh, that's not good, bro. Oh, and there's a picture of her. She's white. For some reason, I thought Loretta Lewis was black. <laughs> when you get deep enough south, you know what I mean, though. Yeah. South, they all have those names, and that's why black people start naming the kids like Demarius and you know Little Jordan and all that crazy shit. Because <laughs> the white people got black ass names too. There. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I for sure thought she was black. But Ernestine Marie Daniels Patterson, she is black. 30 years old. She was found in a canal off of a highway south of Jennings, June 18, 2005, six miles from where Loretta's body was found. She also was a prostitute. It took two months to identify her using bone samples, and the police did not test aspects of the alleged crime scene until 15 months after her murder. And they could not find any DNA evidence. No shit. <laughs> yeah, no shit. It's they couldn't find bug, anything. Man. Small ass town. How much other shit could you have to do? Like, what was getting in the way? Three cut wounds to her neck, so her throat was so, slit. So, within 15 months, did they like go back to seeing the crime 15 months later? And they were like, "All right, man, we should like look around here." Right. <laughs> That's what they did. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, when you pulling out the it's fucking. <laughs> That's the stupidest fucking picture in my head, but that's exactly what they did. Like, it's over a year later. They're like, hold up, dude. Should we have looked around? (laughs) I didn't just slip through the (laughs) crap. Oh, fuck. So, uh, moving on to the next victim. Kristen Gary Lopez, 21. She also was a prostitute, and she's intellectually disabled. She was even in the Special Olympics. Which event did she do? (laughs) <laughs> discus. She was the champion discus thrower, dude. She could throw a plate like, and cut your head off. Maybe she's the killer, right? <laughs> Alright, so two suspects. A local pimp, Frankie Richards. Uh, I think Feig said he was a pimp. He's also just a drug addict. He's pretty old. If you look up his interviews, they're actually really funny, though. A little bit sad. I don't know. I'll play I'll play a clip here. You'll see what I'm talking about where I say I don't think he's capable of getting away with eight murders. All right, have a listen. Is there someone in Jennings or Jeff Davis Parish who is hiding a big secret that these girls knew? I mean, is there something going on somewhere that um, some important people may want to cover up? I have no idea. Have you ever had sex with any of these girls? Yes, I have. How many of them? Uh, Almost all of them. At one time? At one time or another? Yeah, at one time or another. You know. uh, How many sexual partners do you think these girls had? I have no idea. Is it true they would turn tricks for drugs? 
I can't, I, I can't answer that. You know. I'm, okay. Well, you seem to have been connected to all of these girls. You said you knew all of them except one. So, what would you say to those who are very suspicious that you have somehow been involved? They're wrong. That was my friends. I would never hurt no girl. I, I wouldn't. I would have no reason to do that, you know? Uh, no reason whatsoever, because neither one, none of these girls was uh, uh, a threat to my life. And that would be the only way that I would ever be able to take someone's life would be to save my life or um, one of my children's life. I mean, would some of them know something about the, you that you wanted to keep hidden? No. no. Is there something that you don't want to come out? No. My, my, my life is an open book. What is it like, I guess, to have the finger pointed at you and, I guess, your family? It's not nice. You know, here I am in jail on a bogus rape charge, which I think was all put together to try to put the murders on it. Uh, here, I was never charged with a murder. They never charged me with it. Our sheriff gets on TV two days before the feds take the case over and say we have the killers in custody and put my name and put my picture on TV. Well, I don't think he ever told us they had the killers in custody. He said it on he said it on TV. They said that you were a person of interest. No, if you go back and look at it, we have the killers in custody. Well, if you're not involved, who do you think is doing this and why? I don't think it's the same person doing it all. And why, I have no idea. You know, what, maybe, maybe they don't want, whoever's doing it don't want something to get out. So, yeah, Frankie Richards, although I'm pretty sure it's Richard, but whatever, the damage is done. But Frankie and his niece, Hannah Connor, were arrested in relation to the death. But they were released due to lack of conclusive evidence. So, Kristen Lopez considered Richards to be a father figure. Known to be a witness of a local drug dealer, Leonard Crochet, in his murder, where he refused to deal Jennings PD drugs. So, the, the, the police are dealing drugs, supposedly. The police yeah. like, sell us drugs or else. So, according to Leonard Crochet's sister, oh, no. <laughs> the Jennings 8 killings began after Leonard's death. Okay. So, Kristen Lopez was interrogated by police regarding Loretta Lewis's murder, and her cousin was Brittany Gary, the seventh victim. So, yeah, the next one is Whitney Dubois, 26. One prostitute, Tracy, claims that she was there the night that Frankie Richard and his niece, Hannah Connor, killed Dubois. So this was after Dubois refused Richard's sexual advances. So, so Hannah Connor said that 
they killed the Bois because she refused Frankie Richard's sexual advances. They were all getting high together. He punched her, and then Hannah later held her head back and drowned her. What the fuck? Yeah, so claim may be solid because Tracy made a similar confession to the sheriff's office about Lopez's murder, which resulted in being charged with accessory after the fact to second degree murder. Okay, so Lasonia Muggy Brown, when Ernestine Pattern was found dead, I hope I'm saying her name right, Lasonia. I don't fucking know. I'm just gonna call her Muggy. That I know how to say that. So Muggy Brown, 23. When Ernestine Pattern was found, Muggy was interrogated about that. In the task force report, one witness claims that Muggy spotted Loretta Lewis, the first victim, floating in the canal, well, Grand Maria's Canal, before Jerry Jackson did in May 2005. Muggy's sister claims that before she was killed, Muggy told her family that she was worried as she was, quote-unquote, investigating a murder with a cop. End quote. And the cop wanted to give her money to tell him what happened. Crystal Shea Benoit. <laughs> Benoit? <laughs> that looks like. Crystal Shea Benoit Zeno, 24. Known for drugs, selling and using, and prostitution. Man, dude, how much do you think she costs? <laughs> I feel like she probably offers like the weird specialty stuff. So she yeah. charged. Like, anal is 25, but a blowjob is like 50. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Shit makes no sense, dude. Kissing is a hundred. Jesus Christ. I don't know, man. You never know. <coughs> so yeah, she was known for drugs, selling and using, and prostitution. She was last seen on August 29th, 2008, but was never reported missing. She was found on September 11th, never, never forget, yeah. <laughs> by hunters. Her body was badly decomposed, ID'd by DNA, drugs and alcohol in her system. Within hours of finding the body, officers told her family that they thought it was her. People find this suspicious considering that she hadn't been reported missing and the body was so badly decomposed. It's a little yeah. sketchy unless she was a yeah. big bone. <laughs> They're like, look at this femur. You think this came off a chicken? <laughs> Alright, so anyway, Crystal, she babysat for Officer Gilroy and they were suspected of sleeping together. So she was known for drugs, like selling them and shit. Prostitutes. Yeah, take care of my kids. And his police officers like, yo, we watch my kids. <laughs> <laughs> Brittany, <coughs> Brittany Gary, seventeen, next victim, last seen at the family dollar around five thirty. She was caught on CCTV. This was November second, two thousand and eight. She was found dead on November fifteenth, two thousand and eight, about three miles from where the first victim was found. According to a blog post made on August 21st, 2009 by her aunt, her cause of death was listed as asphyxiation. She knew all six of the other victims at that point had just recently moved back to Jennings from Texas. Previous issues with drugs. Her mother was very active in the investigation and in holding police accountable, putting up hundreds of flyers, contacting media, conducting search parties. Her cousin was Kristen Gary Lopez, the third victim, and she also lived with Crystal, the sixth victim. Yeah, man, that shit is all connected, dude. That's crazy. 
Dude, the amount of evidence that's just n- doesn't exist because it was never collected is crazy. Yeah. Nicole Guillory. Is that any relation to the fucking cop? Are we going to find out? Remember mm-hmm. Officer Guillory? Yeah. So Nicole Guillory was a witness to the 2002 jail corruption case where sexual assault perpetrated by the deputies was traded as currency in a contraband ring in the town's jail was also one of the women who made details allegation about the sexual misconduct involving the deputies and inmates inside the parish jail. Also knew most of the women of the Jennings 8 due to their involvement in sex work. Made multiple claims that she feared for her safety. Told her mother she probably wouldn't make it to her next birthday. All she told them was that police was killing the girls. Last person to see her alive the father of Ernestine Patterson, the second victim, and the warden of the jail, Terry Guillory, which I'm assuming is the cop. Oh, okay. He's the warden of the jail. Oh, fuck, bro. Bro, what the fuck? I read that wrong. So, last person to see her alive, the father of Ernestine Patterson, and the warden of the jail, her cousin, Terry Guillory, which is brought up with the babysitting thing with crystal damn dude so relevant case information jail sex scandal one news article reports that sexual assault slash non-consensual sex was traded as currency in a contraband ring in the jefferson davis parish jail which resulted in three deputies charged in this 2002 corruption case one officer last verified in october 2019 is still a police officer Two deputies between 2005 and 2009 were arrested for taking bribes to arrange sex between inmates, according to the former Jefferson Davis Parish Sheriff, Ricky Edwards. Overall, one woman said that she had made repeated complaints to jail staff about the rampant sexual misconduct, but nothing came of it. Another woman says that an unidentified assailant came into her cell and raped her, while a jailer watched from the hallway and did nothing. She wrote a letter about this incident to her mom, which her mom never fucking received. That's fucked. Jesus Christ. In 2009, two deputies were fired after they brutally beat an inmate that resulted in black eyes and second degree burns. What the fuck, dude? Did they- they had to have beat him like in the middle of summer and like pushed him up against asphalt. How are you gonna get second degree burns? Mm. You know what I mean? I could see like a- like a- like like a courtyard beatdown, you know? (laughs) Yeah. This episode is brought to you by EMS Inc. Heavily invested in the hemp industry, EMS is providing premium CBD products for a great price. And to make them even better, just for We Didn't Do It listeners, you can get 30% off every purchase of CBD with promo code EMSDIDIT. That's E-M-S-D-I-D-I-T at checkout for 30% off every purchase of CBD. Go check out their shop. The website will be provided in our show notes. Thank you. Now let's get back to the show. All right. So suspects slash key players, Frankie Richard, the pimp, the drug addict, the drug dealer, all but one of the victims, Ernestine, were directly associated to him. He worked in the oil fields until he invested in strip clubs in the 1970s, hiring himself as an enforcer. In South Jennings, he ran drugs and sex at the Bordra, I don't know, whatever the fuck, and which was near the I-10 dope corridor 
Nicole Guillory, the eighth victim, was found dead at the same intersection. He was known to pimp at least three of the victims. Richard was arrested for the murder of Kristen Gary Lopez in 2007, but charges were dropped after one witness recanted her story and a key piece of evidence was mishandled. The key piece of evidence is believed to be a Silverado truck that Kristen was last seen in. The chief of detectives, Warren Gary, bought the truck from an inmate. What? A woman who he knew to be an acquaintance of the victim and of Frankie. Richard, Richard, Richard. So it had been cleaned and then sold the truck to somebody else. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Somebody, it says here a witness later said uh, she saw one of the murder victims in that same truck on the day of her disappearance. The fuck? So, accused of working with the Jennings Police Department to sell drugs. So, we're talking about still Frankie Richard. So, he's accused of working with the Jennings Police Department to sell drugs, including taking 300 pounds of weed from the Jennings Police Department evidence room. <laughs> Hannah Connor, Frankie Richard's goddaughter slash niece. She looks like a wonderful scholar. She inserted herself into the investigation after Kristen Gary Lopez was found dead, contacted the police department and advised she wanted to help because Lopez was her childhood friend. Eventually, she was arrested as a suspect but cleared due to lack of evidence along with Frankie Richard. I mean, she, she looks all drug, drugged out and fucked up too in her picture. Yeah, so I'm saying. Jamie Trahan found Whitney Dubois' body. A man named Chad Richard... That any relation to Frankie? A man named Chad Richard says Trahan is suspicious because he was with him that night and they saw Whitney's body in the roadway earlier, but Trahan wouldn't turn around. When Trahan is asked about this, he said he had crack on him and he didn't want to deal with that. So, <laughs> <laughs> That's so, what I love. Yeah, he could be. I think he's telling the truth, dude. He went home, did more drugs for a while got his wife, and went back to the body and called authorities. He is also a known associate of Frankie's. Okay. Terry Guillory, that's the warden. He worked with the Jefferson Davis Parish Police Department and was warden of the jail. His brother also worked for the police department. Known associate of the Jennings Eight Girls, <coughs> multiple people, including Loretta's brother, confirmed that Loretta Chason, the first victim, had a sexual relationship with Terry Guillory. Loretta's cellmate also stated she witnessed Guillory and Loretta having sexual intercourse in Loretta's cell. Guillory went to Barb and Deschotel, a friend of Loretta's, early morning on the day Loretta was found to question her about Loretta's whereabouts. He told Deschotel he was just checking up on Loretta. This was just shortly before her body was found. Guillory was known as the go-to for help. People could give him info, and he would drop their charges. A lot of people were fond of him, including Loretta's brother, who said he thinks Guillory's involved, but it breaks his heart. Guillory's ex-wife and friend was a member of the task force. So moving on to another person, Warren Gary. Known associate of Frankie Richard, and they were buddies, according to multiple inmates. Frankie gave the truck to an associate of his, who then sold the truck that was used to supposedly transport Kristen's body that was stuffed in a barrel. This was done so it could directly relate to Frankie. 
He wasn't fired, just fined, and then made supervisor of the evidence room. <laughs> Dude, isn't that crazy? What the fuck? He was fined by the Louisiana Board of Ethics for the purchase of this truck because he bought it from an inmate of the jail. Danny Barry, jailer, known to have a sex trailer where he took many of the Jennings' eight girls and other prostitutes. Known to be good friends with Guillory, Danny Barry was interviewed by the task force for 15 minutes. He died in 2010, a year after the last victim, Nicole Guillory. I don't know what happened to him, though. Byron Jones. That's kind of a cool name. Byron Jones and Lawrence Nixon. Arrested as suspects in Ernestine's death at one point. Witnesses called in tips that Ernestine went to an abandoned house with these men for sex work. Nixon's girlfriend told police that he came to her house with a bloody garbage bag and she sprayed it with cleaner before he left. Law enforcement took 16 months before they actually went to Nixon's girlfriend's house and tested for blood. There's also tips called in about a hunting knife being found in an abandoned house, but there is no word on whether or not this was followed up on. Byron Jones and Lawrence Nixon were cousins of Lasonia Brown, the fifth victim. I think that's Muggy. So they were cousins with Muggy. Russell Carrier, witness who claimed that he could name three of the individuals he's seen walking away from the place where Crystal's bodies were found. He was found dead on August 10th, 2010, struck by a train. Police. <laughs> That's random, dude. It is random. Police but ruled it a suicide. Uh, Motherfucker said, uh -huh. Take me. <laughs> Ricky Edwards. He was the Jefferson Davis Parish Sheriff at the time of these murders, as well as the sex scandal at his jail facility. He looks like a fucking I can fucking see that dude. Bitch. Yeah, he looks like a fucking... <laughs> he looks like a fucking like, pedophile. Yeah, he looks like a sex scandal waiting to happen. Right? He looks He looks like Cajun Christie. <laughs> <laughs> and last suspect slash key player, Jesse Ewing, officer who originally did interviews with sex workers who pointed fingers at Danny Barry. He ended up being terminated by the police department for obstruction to justice because he released the sex workers interviews to a private detective who then gave it to the FBI. <laughs> Ewing was trying to get the truth out and was silenced and punished for it. When questioned about the news that all eight girls were informants, he gave a non-denial answer saying he wouldn't respond and that if it was true, he would continue to protect their anonymity. Hmm. Yeah, so that's what'll get you fired from the police. Yeah, right. So that's the Jennings Eight. I think we're looking at a an entire police department murdering bitches. Hell yeah, dude, for sure. Yeah, this is a, this is a psychopath police department. Like not collecting evidence after fifteen fucking months. For starters, I mean, Jesus Christ. They're like fucking the victims and shit, dude. Yeah, literally <laughs> these these cops are way too horny for their own good. Yeah, they're also all drug addicts. That's crazy. I mean, yeah, dude, I agree. Like, you know, they're just doing murder. drugs and fucking bitches, and then killing yeah, them. You, yeah, but if you're murdering them, and then it's your job, like the next day, to investigate it, and then you know, you could like fuck up the investigation, like 
pretty easily on purpose and easy way to get away with murder. Yeah, thank that. God you're not a cop, Rick. Dude, they took one of the they took one of the suspects off the case and then made him the direct like the he put him in charge of the evidence room. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucked up. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, do and then in one of the crime scenes, like they didn't like look around. They went back like 15 months later and tried to like collect DNA or something. <laughs> yeah, bro, what? They're like, whoops. That made no sense. This is yeah. I. Th- this is actually one of the craziest cases we've done. Yeah, there's eight dead people, man. That's crazy, and it's all unsolved. The fuck? And it, it's. I mean, I feel like. It's like duh, you know. Yeah, no. This is. You know what I mean? This is darker than Bardstown, almost. I don't know, dude. Bardstown is fucking dark. The um. What's the what's the the Netherlands murder is the darkest, dude. I think that's the darkest compared to all the other Bardstown deaths. The it's Netherlands, so- the <laughs> Netherlands murder just bothers me, dude. Yeah, that one was brutal. The Netherlands murder, man, that bothers me. They just got their fuck, almost their heads cut off, man. You know, uh, Jason Ellis, he got shot with point blank with the shoddy. That's a cool way to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're that. You're- Oh, you're out that bitch for sure. Yeah, that's a cool way to go. It probably hurt, though. Probably hurt for, like, a good 30 seconds. That, that, a- that would be a fucking <laughs> excruciating 30 seconds, man. But, yeah, the Netherlands, dude, getting your fucking... Like, you get all the way to the point where, like, it's almost off, and then you stop? The yeah. fuck? Take the whole thing be- off, man. What the fuck? Like, nearly headless Nick. <laughs> Yeah, just like, oh, I got all that aggression out. Huh? I'm done. <laughs> just leave. You just get almost all the way through. You're like, damn, I'm out of shape. But it sounds uh, like, wait, wrong. <laughs> we should go. But yeah, so so compared to Bardstown, I don't know. Pardon the interruption, but we wanted to take a moment to talk about our sponsor, Davos Jerked Meat. Hands down, this is the best beef jerky on planet Earth and you get your money's worth. With Bold OG, Garlic Pepper, Teriyaki, and now Hickory Hank, named after yours truly, you have flavor options, and trust me, they're all addicting as fuck. So go on and get the best beef jerky for the low. You can hit us up and we will be the middleman, or you can go straight to the source himself, on Twitter, at RealDaveOlson. That's O-L-S-O-N, for the last name, real Dave Olson. Thank you, and now back to the show. This one's fucking dark. I think I think this one's super dark because of all like the behind the scenes, yeah, sex stuff, the prison stuff. Like, who the fuck knows what goes yeah. on there? Yeah, this is yeah this. And like nothing, nothing has come of it at all to this no, day. Dude, what has the FBI done? Nothing. They brought in the uh, FBI, but that's it. I mean, there's nothing they can do if, like, all the evidence and stuff got fucked up when they were investigating to begin with, you know? That's true. What can they do? I mean, the FBI has a page for all the victims, and they're like, submit a tip here. They're not even offering a fucking reward. Even Bryce has a reward. That's what I'm saying, bro. Damn. Oh. It, 
there's mm. a reward of up to $85,000 for information on eight dead people. <laughs> Hold up. So what's the up math? To? What does that even mean? What's the math? That's... Hold up. Let's see who's 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 more of a Jew, Bryce's parents or the police department? <sighs> what was Bryce's parents? What was his reward again? Uh, five grand. Oh yeah, no, Bryce's parents are still are still fucking Jews. Yeah. So yep. 80, we got eighty five thousand divided by eight. Okay, so that's two Bryce's. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, dude, it says like up to two Bryce's and like some some French fries. Yeah, it does say up to 85 grand. Yeah, yeah, so what does that mean? They can, like, choose up to, yeah. like, how much they give you? So, like, if you give the tip, they'll probably give you, like, you know, like, 400 or something. And <laughs> be like, hey, four, 400 bucks and, like, a box of fucking crawfish. <laughs> and then you have to pay taxes on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I mean, I guess, dude, moral of the story is don't do drugs. <laughs> yeah. Don't do drugs. And don't fuck people for money. Yeah, because if you do, do like you might more, end up dead. Yeah, do it more likely more than not. Way, yeah, more likely. Yeah, than do not. it like a more classy way. Don't don't do like alcohol with like three antidepressants or whatever. You know? Scott, get some help. <laughs> yeah. Utilize the resources at hand. The World Wide Web, for example. <laughs> All right. Well, shit. That's the Jennings Eight. We got nice. it done. Thank you, Rick, for hopping on. Andrew, no problem. Man. Thank you as always. And that goes out to all of you lovely listeners as well. I'm trying to keep up with my promise of at least four episodes this month, but I am still aiming for five. Due to popular request and a recent DNA development in the case, our discussion on the disappearance of Brianna Maitland should be the next uploaded episode. After that, who knows? But we are recording Lisk, aka the Long Island serial killer, with the beautiful and powerful Maggie Freeling the next time that we are in studio. Anxious and excited is an understatement. Thank you again for listening to the Jennings 8. If you have any tips that will help resolve this case, please contact the likely killers of these women and let them know that you're onto them at the Jennings Police Department, area code 337. 821-5513 or go ahead and give the New Orleans FBI a call at area code 504-816-3000. But if you're just like us and you have your own ideas and you want to bullshit, feel free to contact us on social media at we didn't do it on Twitter, at we didn't do it pod on Instagram, search we didn't do it podcast on Facebook. Email us at contact at we didn't do it podcast.com or give us a call or text on our business phone, area code 206 486 4773. No nudes, please, unless you're a girl of legal age and it's your butthole. Thank you one last time. We love you, and as always, stay alive, motherfuckers.